My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Previously on the Pete Santilli Show. I, I think the, the Lord is just like, all right, guys, come on. You know, you know, your individual souls collectively is a, such a powerful thing. You guys have to figure it out. It has to be done through free will. I'm not going to force you to do it. You need to see it, that you put your souls together. You are inconquerable, but ultimately, Satan's going to try to co-opt you. And when I come down there and he knows I'm coming, and, and the epic battle is, is not to prove my point to him, but it's going to be on full display before you. Before you. Satan knows that he will lose. And he will fight the fight to, still to the last millisecond. The last flame that he throws out there is to convince you that you've got a shot at it. And you don't. Government is declaring that you can't express yourself. Unbelievable. And, and, and a lot of people are jumping on board with that, actually. I, I absolutely, I'm going to tell you something. I believe that the, the counter to the advocacy for that is society. Society will naturally just shun that. They will say, they will denounce it. I don't need the government doing that. I don't want the government doing that. As a matter of fact, it's disgusting with these Palestinian people, Rashida Tlaib and all those. If you're disgusting, you're filthy. You won't even denounce what just happened. That, what does that tell you? Uh, your silence is... Your silence is... Uh, they let these demented drag queens come in school to shake their behinds in the children's faces. And people are seeing it. And they are understanding that when you go everywhere, anywhere the Democrat Party rule, all you see is violence and graffiti and and trash and uh, um, terrible schools and drugs. And people are saying, I don't want any of that. I don't want it. And they're turning against them because they look at how we live and they say, we want that. Because when they are marching, when they're out there uh, saying no justice, no peace, when they're out there saying they, they have income inequality, they're looking at us and saying, we want what y'all got. And we're saying, come join us and we'll teach you how to do it. And that's why we're winning. common bonds truly freedom 
freedom. Without freedom, you can't be a Christian no matter what denomination you belong to. You can't be a Buddhist. You can't own a donut shop. You can't drive from here to Oregon. You can't be an American because that's what it's all about. And it's the only thing that it's all about. Nothing else. Nothing else. It's about freedom. There is a time to pray and there's a time to stand. They have one supreme main goal to completely defeat the murderous enemy and to guarantee our existence in this country. We've always said, never again, never again is now. The main culprit behind the massacre of holding in Gaza is the West. The West, I'm talking to you. Do you want to wage a fight between the cross and the crescent again? Thanks for joining us again on this live Sunday, October 29, 2023 transmission. I'm your host, Alex Jones. So, pulling back and just looking at all the pieces on the chessboard here, BlackRock, the big banks, the central banks, they're bringing in unlimited numbers of people to what's left the Western world. They're putting political leaders over them that give them a leftist, anti-Western, anti-Christian, anti-white belief system. And then when that blows back on Israel and we see the universities and the mainstream media attacking Israel and basically saying it's bad, then you see many of the Jews upset saying, what are you talking about? Well, that's the propaganda. That's the operation. And, and, and that's the plan to destroy civilization. Again, they bring in a refugee to Scotland, the first minister. He's now the leader of the country. We must bring in more people. We must bring in Muslim refugees. There's too many white people in Scotland. I'm going to play... Humza Yosef coming up next hour saying that. And he's got the corporate media around the world's backing. So this is a dialectic of creating both sides and colliding them to bring in your new world. Elon Musk called Humza Yosef a blatant racist after whites fill all the top roles claim in Scotland and said that's bad. While he says bring in refugees and while he is the first minister. But again, then here's Benjamin Netanyahu quoting 1 Samuel 15.3. Now go smite, that means kill, crush, go smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not, but slay both man and woman and infant 
and suckling ox and sheep, camel and ass. So kill the baby humans, kill the women, kill the men, kill even baby ox, sheep, camels, and donkeys. Imagine if Hitler would have said, don't just kill all the Jews, kill their pets as well. Hitler did not invent this crap. And as a Christian, I believe it's wrong to hate people because of what group they're in. But that does not mean that I then sit there and say, let's then have total open borders to people and bring them in when this globalist New World Order media Hollywood system is organizing them to hate Christians and hate white people and hate George Washington and hate the American flag and hate the Bill of Rights and hate the Constitution. They're using the fact that we're so open against us, but then you study the globalists themselves, they're general sidelists. If you study what Iran says and what Hamas says, what the Muslim Brotherhood says, they say they're going to globally dominate and rule the earth. So you got a bunch of groups that are on megalomaniacal power trips. saying all this. So let's let's play Benjamin Netanyahu. He's speaking in Hebrew, but it's got English dubbing over here. It is. You must remember what Amalek has done to you, says our Holy Bible. And we do remember and we are fighting our brave troops and combatants who are now in Gaza or around Gaza and in all other regions in Israel are joining this chain of Jewish heroes, a chain that has started 3,000 years ago from Joshua ben Nun until the heroes of 1948, the Six-Day War, the 70th October war and all other wars in this country are hero troops. They have one supreme main goal to completely defeat the murderous enemy and to guarantee our existence in this country. We've always said never again, never again is now. And then he goes on to say, now go out and smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not, but slay both man and woman, infant and suckling ox and sheep, camel and ass. Now this I have to read because it doesn't have English dubbing. It's, it's subtitles. But here's Erdogan saying we're going to attack in the night. We're, we're going we're, we're, we're to invade Israel. And we're going to go to war with Israel. And, and they're a nuclear power. So they, if, Israel, if they attack Israel like that, very good chance Israel is going to use nuclear weapons. And then, boom, it's the end of the world as we know it. They keep telling you it's global warming and all this is going to end the world. No, it's the engineered global collapse. So here is Erdogan threatens to declare war on Israel and send military to Gaza in chilling warning. Here it is. Justice Netanyahu is a terrorist. The opposition says Hamas is also a terrorist organization. Shame on you. Israel will declare you as a war criminal of the world. And 
We are making preparations for this right now. Hey Israel, how did you come here? You're an occupier. You're a terrorist organization. The Turkish people know this. I'm talking about the West. The main culprit behind the massacre of holding in Gaza is the West. The West, I'm talking to you. Do you want to wage a fight between the cross and the crescent again? Yeah, they want that. If you're making such an effort, know that this nation is not dead. This nation is standing tall. And with the same determination, it's the same way. That we are in Libya, that we are in Karbaka. We are the same in the Middle East. Erdogan threatens to declare war on Israel and send military to Gaza in chilling warning. Turkey's president appears to have threatened and intervened in Gaza in an impassioned speech at a pro-Palestinian rally this evening. Erdogan delivered a speech to a rally this afternoon in which he told attendees Israel was responsible for war crimes and framed Hamas as freedom fighters. He went on to say that we will come at night unexpectedly. We will declare war on Israel. We will send the Turkish military to Gaza. So there it is for you. We're going to go to break and come back and start the uh, second hour. And we got a lot of other news to cover here today as well. Stay with us. I'm Alex Jones. somebody to stand up against the globalists. You want somebody to fight the new world order. Well, if you're looking for that, I'm your man. I want to thank you all for your previous support. I want to thank you all for making The Great Reset and the War for the World a number one national bestseller. It's had a huge effect. We've topped it. This new book has just come out. It's available at InfoWarsStore.com, signed or unsigned. It is incredible. It goes through the entire globalist master plan, their activities, what makes them tick. And then we lay out an alternate plan for humanity. And unlike the globalists, we're not. And there we go. Just wanted to give InfoWarsStore.com, the great uh, awakening, Alex Jones, given him. And thank you, uh, Alex Jones. He he um, he put together a really nice segment. Mm -hmm. He did, <clears throat> didn't he? Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. Of course. How does your uh, how does everything sound in your ears? It sounds clear. It does. Okay, mm -hmm. good. Uh, yeah. Good morning, everybody. Shoot, I'd I'd love to just say, oh, hi, everybody. I'm in a great mood today. I mean, we. Oh my goodness, I was listening to Alex yesterday open up the show. Uh, he had a hard time too. He shaved his head. You know. <laughs> he did. Shaved in his beard. His head. Nuclear war. Yeah. Huh? In protest of nuclear war. Yeah. Had a Sinead O'Connor moment. Yeah, think, things are are not good right now. I can mm. pretend they are. 
you know, I could pretend, but mm-hmm. um, we have to make sense of what's going on. And that's why you and I are here, Deb Jordan. Let's say hello uh, to everybody. Yes. We'll say hello to everybody. <clears throat> I still have to do some things to get uh, settled in. Hello to um, locals. Everybody get to locals. Please. Everyone get to locals. Please, you can join us uh, on locals. You get to hear uh, the train wreck of a nightmare. Uh, backstage, that is, when I'm scrambling <laughs> to get everything started. Um, I thought you were getting ready to say screaming. Hmm? I thought you said screaming to get everything started while you're getting everything started. But good yeah, job. We're, yes. Um, but By the way, um, welcome Rumble. Welcome QUX. Welcome FrankSpeech.com. That's where we're at on the live show. You can catch us on QUX, of course. QUX Live. Uh, FrankSpeech.com. Right on the money at 8 o'clock in the morning. That's a mm-hmm. beautiful thing. That's great. Thank you very beautiful. much. Uh, the guys over at the control room at FrankSpeech.com. Mm-hmm. And then thank you to Rumble. Uh, our viewership is exploding on Rumble. We're ranked among the top 10. We're actually number nine. Last week, we got yeah. Steven we Crowder. We're you just, guys did it. We're just behind uh, Russell Brand. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Steven Crowder. Who else? Who else was up there? Oh, Dan Bongino. Dan Bongino is number one. Dan Steven Bongino. Steven Crowder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then other lesser known names than the Pete Santilli Show. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But but a great group of people. I'm uh, very proud to be considered one of them. So that's awesome. And it's all because of the folks who listen to us all day. So yeah. you guys uh, are amazing. We want to know that we want you to know we, we appreciate you. Make sure by the way that you let us know you appreciate us and hit that thumbs up button. It's so important. And subscribe. And subscribe. Yeah. And subscribe. Uh, you'll get uh, notifications. There's a notification bell now uh, mm-hmm. when we go live. Uh, we do go live at 8 a.m. Uh, until uh, 11 a.m. That's three hours. Mm-hmm. And then whenever news breaks, we, we will break in. We run a 24-7 stream, but we'll break into that stream when news breaks. Yeah. Um, we always have breaking news. but Always. I mean, talk, I'm talking... Big news breaks. Like this morning, mm-hmm. uh, there was a lot of news breaking. You know, you know the girl. Uh, her name was Shawnee uh, Luke, I think L O U K. Yes. How you pronounce it? Mm-hmm. Um, they did find her body. Her... Turn my mic up some. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Caref- yes. Be careful; it doesn't overdrive. I I will turn my mic up some. Just a little. Okay, <laughs> just a little. Um, yeah. They found they found her skeletal remains. They found the base of her skull. I have my headphones turned up too high. That's why. Huh? Sorry. I know you get frustrated when I train wreck the show, but <laughs> it's okay. You know, it's not like we have a huge uh, team that uh, runs across the room to adjust the volume. I know right? it's okay, darling. Yes. And then uh, they found the base of her skull, Pete, um, with through DNA. They determined who it was, mm. and um, they said there's no way that she could be alive. Uh, Let's get confirmation. Are we okay on the volume? Now. 
Yes. Good. Much better or perfect? Much better. So if you guys don't remember who Shani Luke or Lok Lauk was, ah. she was a German Palestinian, I mean, a German Israeli uh, mm. from Germany. She was in Israel. She was um, at the rave concert that was invaded by Hamas. <clears throat> she was the girl who was in the back of the truck, not the one that was in the back of the Jeep, but the girl that was in the back of the truck um, who was naked and they, they were parading her around the streets. Um, and she looked pretty, she looked pretty deceased to me when I first saw it. And, um, but her parents came on and said that Hamas had assured them that she was alive and well and in a hospital in Gaza. And that turns out to not be true. And that's why you have to be very, very careful about Hamas and these radical groups in the Middle East, right? Um, they are proficient in propaganda, very proficient. And so, um, I know that a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, that girl is dead. In the very beginning, and on the first day, actually, <clears throat> they were showing images of her in the back of that truck. And then um, very quickly, Hamas came in and said, no, no, she's not dead. And there was an announcement. And that's when all of the people here in the United States that are cheering on the Palestinians and Hamas and saying they have righteous anger, uh, you know, and, and just falling on their side. Um, that's when it really started here in the United States, right? It was kind of shocking to everybody at first what had happened. And then suddenly, uh, you know, Israel starts fighting back and everybody gets very squeamish about what Israel is doing. So uh, listening to Alex Jones this morning, he has a great point. Um, he really does. These two factions are really, um, I mean, they're dangerous, right? Because all three factions, including Christians, okay? Uh, you know, if you die in, in martyrdom and all three of these religions, then, you know, you have a special place in heaven. It's very complicated, but that's just the, um, you know, that's just the bottom line of what, you know, people believe who are religious as these three groups are. And so, you know, we could be very well headed for some really hard times. Or, I mean, you just never know. It, I, I, listen, I've been, I've been in this world a long time, quite a bit of time, and I've seen this happen over and over and over and over again. The same exact scenario. It never changes. It's always the same. And it has been this way uh, from Genesis and in our own belief system. It's been this way. They fight with each other and they declare holy wars on each other and they go in and wipe each other out. And, and you know, at this point, you know, people are really literally asking Pete 
what side are you on? And I'm thinking, my goodness, I'm not on, you know, I'm not on any side, you know? I am. Well, I'm not. I, you know. I am. I I am. You ready? And I think you are too. I'm on the side of Genesis 12, 3. Well, yeah, of course that. But I mean, in the physical, in the physical here, if they're asking you to choose sides between Israel and Pakistan, right? Well, I mean, I don't, it's, it's really hard to, to know that Israel is going in and they're wiping out whole communities, Christians among them. For us, we do not understand the culture that's over there, right? Um, they've been doing this to one another for centuries, and I mean centuries. So, you know, I mean, we have to understand that too. It's very complicated. And, uh, you know, I've seen this happen so many times. Here's the problem. The problem is people in the United States, you know, we get blowback from this if we get involved. And and that's what I'm saying, you know, we need to not be involved in this and, and let God do what God is gonna do. This morning you played in the background while we were working, you played um, a video, I don't know if you're gonna play it for this crowd, of Greg Reese, right? And Greg no, Reese- I'm not, that's not on the board. You gotta check, check the list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not playing Greg Reese. Yeah, let me explain what he was saying, mm-hmm. though. Uh, Greg Reese was not, not that particular one, anyways. Yeah, Greg Reese was, you know, basically just saying that I don't know the Bible was is is not real, and that it was created to keep people um, docile and to keep people Christians especially Christians, right? Uh, the New Testament Christians from getting involved in, you know, saving themselves, that it makes everybody lethargic and waiting on God to do something. And, you know, I was like, wow, that's where we've come to, huh? You know, that we should have no faith at all. And that, you know, we should get involved and everything that comes down the pike instead of praying and instead of hitting our knees and and instead of believing that this is God's battle and not ours. Uh, I was really taken back by it uh, a little bit, but um, it is informative uh, to a degree, but you have to be a strong person and a strong Christian to be able to listen to it. Um, so... Okay, so we're just telling you about stuff we're not going to play. Well, right? I'm giving you time. Okay, this is. What's oh yeah, on no, my I know. Mind. <laughs> we're we're just we have so much stuff to cover this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, we do. Where to begin? All right. For, first of all, these filthy, dirty Palestinians. Nobody wants them, but everybody protests for them. They got them in a freaking cage. Okay, mm-hmm. known as Gaza, being lorded over by Hamas. Okay, and you filthy freaking people. Anybody right now? Okay, uh, especially the one guy that we kicked to the curb recently, 
siding with the, the, the constitutional rights of those people that are standing up for the filthy, freaking filthy terrorists, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, they killed 1,700 human beings. I don't care what they are. Just because they're Jews, all of you Jew haters, you know, are okay with that. You Palestinian supporters, okay, think that we forgot about the 1,700 people that were killed by terrorists. Mm-hmm. They were killed by terrorists. Mm-hmm. And if I hear anybody say, oh, but the people have been oppressed. Oh, so that therefore that justifies what you did mm. to those civilians. Right. Like the one girl that has now been identified as being dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will, beautiful I'll tell too. you what. You kill an, an American, one, on 9-11, we had thousands we literally had everybody uh, suiting up to go to war to go kill brown people in the desert because Americans are stupid. They're dumb. They listen to George Bush. But they forget about the fact that George Bush and his clan from the Project for the New American Century said that we needed a uh, Pearl Harbor style event prior to 9-11, then they crashed planes into the building and then blamed it on their CIA agent, CIA asset named Osama bin Laden. After we just finished handing the guy weapons for 10 years, at least 10 years, because he was fighting the Russians. You know, right now, the top terrorist Can we switch genres? Mm-hmm. Can we cover uh, how to make slinkies or, I mean, name any other topic. What other dumb topic is allowed on YouTube? I don't know. Food stuff, makeup. Redacted. Huh? How to put makeup on. Yeah, if, especially <laughs> if you're a guy and you know how to put, put on makeup. Mm-hmm. Calm down, Pete, says Nick's dad. Really? Calm down. They're killing freaking people. We're going to dig into Jake Sullivan. Everyone keeps forgetting who Jake Sullivan is. Mm-hmm. They just don't know. And I'm going to do a review. Deb Jordan says, are we covering Jake Sullivan? Great question. It's a great question. Yeah. Does everyone remember who Mark Turry is? Mark Turry. In the uh, Rumble chat. Anyone remember Mark Turry? Who's Mark Turry? Mark Turry. There's a little bit of a delay, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Does anyone remember who Mark Turry is? I'm looking for somebody. Uh, Angie says, I don't remember. I'm looking for people that do remember who Mark Turry is. Um, Mark Turry, Operation Zero Footprint. Anyone remember Operation Zero Footprint? Mm-hmm. Hmm? A lot of no, which is great. Great answer. 
That's how we're going to be. And I'm so pissed off right now. I'm so freaking pissed off right now because the global elite and the intellectuals, they know that you're dumb. You're too dumb. You're just dumb. You're a mechanic. You're a blue collar. You're a worthless feeder, useless eater. You know, as, as, uh, that's what they say, not us. Not us. (laughs) Yeah. No clue. They know, they know that you have no clue. They know that you're too dumb to follow along with their programs. You forget. They, that's what they think. So they just go, they just take the same person, they put them in front of you. And you just, you're, you're just not paying attention or I don't think you're too dumb. I'm going to overemphasize who this guy is. Jake Sullivan is the top terrorist leader in the United States. Using Joe Biden pumped up with all kinds of drugs, throwing him to the podium. This guy, Jake Sullivan, hiding behind the scenes, and he rears his head every once in a while. But he thinks you're too dumb to follow along, like with Barturi and Operation Zero Footprint. Operation Zero Footprint was Barack Obama's top secret gun running operation with Hillary Clinton. John McCain, all of them, they were running guns to the Free Syrian Army. You guys remember all that? Mark Turry was doing all that gun running. And then when they were done with them, guess what they did with Mark Turry? They threw him under the bus. Well, guess what? Mark Turry just happens to be like one of us, all right? To where you can't trust these scumbags. So you got to have an insurance policy. And I know every single one of you would. If you were at that level and you're running guns and you're working for Hillary Clinton, do you trust her? Does anybody trust her? Of course you don't. You would have an insurance policy that if she turned on you, which she will, that she would give her the daily sausage. That's funny. Is that hilarious? Mm. We have a special announcement to make today, by the way, about the daily sausage. Don't ask how the daily sausage is made, all right? That's rule number one, right? Mm -hmm. So this is what I'm going to do. Deb Jordan. Yes. Just from our conversations, and you don't need to get it right at all. Okay. Why is it that I have all this crap on my head? Mm. Just from your understanding of what I know about Jake Sullivan. And and, and don't worry about getting it wrong. Okay. Um, What do you know about Jake Sullivan just based on just a cursory thing? Because you asked me, like, why are we doing Jake Sullivan? And then I had to present my case, right? Yeah. It's kind of like uh, Deb's sitting there with her six scooters, and I had to do a dance and present my case about Jake Sullivan. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned a couple of things to you, and they're true. I mean, it's like connecting dots in a 30 millisecond time frame. Mm-hmm. What do you remember about what I spoke of as to why Jake Sullivan is important? Well, because he's like he's like the lead guy. Jake Sullivan is. Um 
putting uh, putting the what do you call a person like him a spokesperson a uh, CIA of, agent yeah. go ahead yeah right yeah he gets he gets in front of the Just camera say, say it in your own words yep he gets in front of the camera and he and he and he views out propaganda about what's going on in the Middle East when in fact he is like the top guy who engineers it all, right? He engineers it all. Benghazi, uh, all the way from Benghazi to everything that happens. And we forget that, you know, he <clears throat> he was called out many times. I don't even, can you tell me this, Pete? Why is he still in office? I mean, why is this guy, I mean, he's been caught so many times why is he still in office why is joe biden in office because the cia runs our country mm -hmm. that's why yeah that's why um so what were a couple of things that i mentioned that struck you about him mm -hmm. that he is now the front face of this uh, what's going on over there? He's the one's coming to the microphone, and he's he's the one that's telling everybody how it is and what's going to happen and what we're going to do and what's been done, and he's leading us right back into uh, the Middle East. And I mean, he's how long has he been around? He's been he's been like the front face of of everything Middle East for decades now, right? And you would think that as many times as he's been exposed and called, you know, and called out, uh, that he wouldn't even be around anymore. But they're putting, they're very, they're very brave, not brave. What is the word? Um, I mean, they just keep, they throw him back, right back up in front of the microphone. And somebody like me, who, uh, you know, I mean, you are practically a scholar on what's going on in the Middle East in the last decade between uh, John Guandolo and and um, and all the pastors that you've had on, right? Uh, Pastor Robbins, all of these folks. Um, I mean, they are you know, they are honed in on what's happening in the Middle East, and and it keeps our audience up to date. But most people. Over the last five years, six years, Pete, have not paid any attention to what's going on in the Middle East. And why? Because it's been mostly we have new evidence. It's been mostly peaceful. All right. Since Trump, right? Listen, listen to what I'm gonna put on the screen here. All right. This is very important. This is one of the beginning pieces, okay, on uh, on Marjorie. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mark just, Curry is just the guy. He's the whistleblower. By I mean, the way. I, on, uh, I'm sorry, on Jake Sullivan regarding Mark Curry. All right. Right, Mark mm -hmm. Curry. For those of you who forget, he's the whistleblower that came out. And by, the, by the way, uh, we went to Operation capture our snail mail. Our viewership has exploded. So this is what I want to ask you to do: um, send us because we love it, handwritten. Write on a three by five index card, throw it in an envelope and say, hey, Pete, shut up. Mm. You know, whatever. I love it. Handwrite it. You can send us yes. snail mail. 
You can send us a text. You can text to 844-837-5132 or send us an email, of course. But uh, let's go to this and segment Nate, right I want here. to recognize Navy CPO Rich who said, hmm. I think the word is brazen. And that is a perfect word for, for what they keep doing with Jake Sullivan. Brazen. Yep. Now, if I have some echoey stuff going on, I have to just fix some things. Just bear with me. All right. Mm -hmm. I think we'll be okay. Tonight about just how far the Obama administration was willing to go to protect Hillary Clinton ahead of her run for president. An arms dealer tells Fox News in an exclusive interview that the full weight of the Justice Department came down on him. Listen, listen, listen. Plan to funnel weapons to Libya that ultimately armed America's enemies. Chief Intelligence correspondent Catherine Herridge has this exclusive story. All of this happened under Hillary Clinton's watch. It would actually be uh, Secretary Clinton. In his first television interview since criminal charges were dropped against him, licensed arms dealer Mark Turry says the Obama administration, with the cooperation of Hillary Clinton's State Department, tried and failed to make him the fall guy for a 2011 covert weapons program to arm Libyan rebels that spun out of control. I would say 100% I was victimized to somehow discredit me, uh, throw me under the bus, you know, do whatever it took to protect their, um, you know, next presidential candidate. Five years into the investigation, Turi says the Justice Department dropped the case to avoid public disclosure of the weapons program that was designed to force the ouster of Libyan dictator Muammar Gaddafi. Those transcripts uh, from current as well as former CIA officers uh, were classified. If any of this, these relationships would have been revealed, um, it would have opened up a can of worms. In 2011, the administration wanted to arm the Libyan rebels, but UN sanctions blocked the direct sale. Working with the U.S. government in Capitol Hill, Turi says he came up with a solution. Turi's plan was to have the U.S. government supply conventional weapons to the Gulf nations Qatar and UAE, who would then in turn supply them to Libya. Turi says he was cut out of the plan, and Clinton's State Department used its own people with weapons flowing to Libya and Syria. That's how they lost control over it. Who got these weapons? Was it Al-Qaeda? Was it Ansar al-Sharia? Was it ISIS in the end? All of them. All of them. All of them. Turi exchanged emails in 2011 with then-U.S. envoy to the Libyan opposition Chris Stevens. A day after the exchange about Turi's State Department application to sell weapons, Clinton wrote this email to A. Jake Sullivan. Quote, FYI, the idea of using private security experts to arm the opposition should be considered. Do you believe these email exchanges are a coincidence or connected? When you look at this timeline, None of it was a coincidence. It was all strategically managed. And it had to have come from her own internal circle. Since first telling his story to Fox News, Turi says he's lost everything in his legal fight with the Justice Department. Catherine, it's completely un-American. In Washington, Catherine Herridge, Fox News. Mm. And just a FYI, Hold on. Hold on. Catherine Herridge mm. is in court now. She was... Um, hauled into court uh, over a story that she's doing and she refuses to give up her source, source and she is facing contempt of court and jail time right now. Catherine Harridge is they're going after her. 
right. Here's mm-hmm. another one. You ready? Mm-hmm. So, by the way, uh, did you hear Jake Sullivan, right? Yes. What did Jake Sullivan do? He's running guns, right? He's running guns. With the Free Syrian Army. Yes. Jake Sullivan is the one that came up with the idea to say that Benghazi, remember Benghazi? Yes. Was a Muslim Brotherhood film or Muslim Caused film. by. Remember that? Yep. That was a lie, okay? And they, it was they, known, huh? Right. They threw him in front of the camera right. and, and he came up with the story. Mm-hmm. Well, they all did, no doubt. But he was the mouthpiece and got in front of the camera and said that Benghazi was caused by a, a video that was Described made the- making fun of um, Mohammed. Okay, so so do we have that, correct? We've got Jake Sullivan, Mark Turi, running guns for Obama, right? CIA, that's a CIA operation. That was a top secret CIA operation known as Operation Zero Footprint. It was published on Reuters. It was exposed. Jake Sullivan was behind that. Guess what else Jake Sullivan was involved in? Mm -hmm. Last week, CNN reported that the FBI is still, still investigating what's being described as this odd link between a computer server Computer servers at a Russian bank called Alpha Bank uh, and a server over uh, that, that dealt with Trump, the Trump organization, although that server was outside uh, Trump Tower, wasn't it, Trump? What Tower. is that, yeah, Jake Sullivan? The Trump organization and the Alpha Bank, they've denied uh, any contact. The allegation originally, as you well remember, came up during the presidential campaign in an article in Slate magazine. It was widely dismissed at the time, at the time when you were working for the Clinton campaign, you issued a statement calling it a secret hotline between Trump and Russia and asking that it be investigated. How surprised were you to hear uh, last week that this investigation is still ongoing? I wasn't surprised because what we learned during the campaign was that very serious computer science experts, people who work closely uh, with the United States government, had uncovered this secret hotline between uh, the Alpha Bank, the, the Russian bank, and the Trump organization. Now, of course, we didn't know for sure if, in fact, that were the case, but we knew that it should be investigated. And we knew that given how serious these computer scientists were, they weren't just making up crackpot theories. So it wasn't surprising to learn that even as of last week, the FBI is still looking into this. And do you have any idea what they're what they're looking for? I don't. Uh, of course, I don't have a line into the FBI on this, but what I know based on public reporting is that there is very unusual server activity between this Russian bank and the Trump organization, which suggests contact that took place over the course of the campaign. Getting answers to what the nature of that contact was and why they were going to lengths to hide it, to encrypt it, is really important. And the American people deserve answers. All right, Jake. Mm. You know what's fascinating about Jake that? Jake Sullivan behind the Russia collusion Alpha Bank thing. And guess what? Mm-hmm. That was a fake, a fraud, and a lie. You know what's, you know what's fascinating? Mm. Is that right now they're going after Sidney Powell, saying Sidney Powell was working with these people who were used to work closely with the government. Who gave her bad information and everybody's like that's not an excuse you don't get a pass right but jake sullivan did exactly the same thing he worked with people he got information from people working closely with the government um, that fed him a line of bs mm. 
he threw it out there and and Trump was investigated over a bogus claim and he still he, he's still he's still getting in front of the microphone right yes he's not he's mm-hmm. not facing prison time no. or having or being hauled into court and having to make plea deals you know and i just wonder if it's the same exact people that the government works closely with well guess what Jake Sullivan also served, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. With Hunter Biden as a partner on a think tank. Isn't that amazing? How mm-hmm. Jake Sullivan is right there, knowing all about Hunter Biden's dirty dealings. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Did you did you do you like that? Hmm? Jake Sullivan. A Hunter Biden associate, okay? Jake Sullivan behind the Ukraine bullcrap. Jake Sullivan using Hunter Biden, Joe Biden to do his bidding, using Ukraine as a money laundering operation. Mm -hmm. He's running, remember, he's a gun runner before, he's a gun runner now. All the arms that are being shipped through the Ukraine, Jake Sullivan is behind that. When we say state sponsor of terrorism, I'm going to say that this is the guy that is the ultimate sponsor of terrorism. His name is Jake Sullivan. And if Netanyahu wants to launch a ground invasion, he needs to find out what ground Jake Sullivan is standing on. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, here's Jake Sullivan commenting on We go now Israel. to White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. There Good he morning is. to you. Good morning, Margaret. Does the U.S. know if the roughly five to 600 Americans in Gaza have survived the past 23 days of bombing and have the hostages? We are in regular contact with most of the Americans who are in Gaza. We can't say every single one, but all of the ones who reach out to us, we follow up with on a regular basis, even sometimes a daily basis. And so we know that many of them are still there, still waiting to get out. And we are working actively to try to make that happen. The challenge right now, Margaret, is that the Egyptians are prepared to let Americans and other foreign nationals out of Gaza. The Israelis have no issue with that, but Hamas is preventing their departure and making a series of demands. We're trying to work through that to create a circumstance where all of the Americans who are in Gaza are able to get out. Let me ask you about Israel and how it has explained its mission to the U.S. government. Saturday, uh, their military said it killed a Hamas leader who had overseen the drone strikes and the paragliders who carried out that horrific attack on October 7th. They'd already announced that they'd killed the commander of forces responsible for the massacre at Kibbutz Narim and another key Hamas commander. Have they told you yet at which point they will declare this mission a success? Well, they have declared they have told us in broad terms that making sure that Hamas can never again threaten Israel in the way it threatened Israel before is their core strategic objective in this conflict. Uh, But in terms of what the specific milestones are, uh, that is something that ultimately is up to Israel. This is their military operation. They will make that decision. And we will continue to ask the hard questions of the Margaret that we would ask of ourselves in a military operation like this. What exactly are the objectives? How are the means? 
match to the objectives and how will this evolve over time? That's a conversation we've been having. It's a conversation we will continue to have in the days ahead. So it sounds like that end game has not been specifically laid out. Do you expect at this point a full scale Israeli invasion and occupation of Gaza or is that off the table? Well, I'll let the Israeli Defense Forces speak to what their operational planning is, and I'm not going to characterize it on television today. What I will say is that the United States has been very focused on a core challenge here, which is that Hamas is using civilians as human shields. They're hiding behind civilians. They're hiding among civilians. They're putting rockets and other terrorist infrastructure in civilian areas. That creates an added burden for the Israeli Defense Forces, but it does not lessen their responsibility to distinguish between terrorists and innocent civilians and to protect the lives of innocent civilians as they conduct this military operation. That's true of striking from the air. It is true of going in on the ground. And this is something that we talk about with the Israelis on a daily basis. I understand, uh, but I also understand now that there has been a tremendous amount of yeah. death uh, thanks, in Gaza. Um, I know so President Biden said the other day he has no confidence in the numbers presented by Palestinian authorities in Gaza. But I wonder at which point does the U.S. say there needs to be some cessation of violence? Well, first, President Biden was making a straightforward point, which is that the particular institution, the Gaza Health Ministry, which is run by Hamas. We can't take what Hamas says at face value, but we have also been. By the way, uh, anyone who says that Biden is making a straightforward point is working for the CIA and probably suggesting the drugs that he should use in order to keep awake when he's at the podium. Just want you to know that, by the way. He's, he just said that Biden is making a straightforward point. Mm. Okay, yeah. Jake, thanks. Appreciate that. Clear repeatedly uh, that we have seen thousands of Palestinian civilians killed in this conflict, that that is a tragedy. Each and every one of those individual deaths is a tragedy. And that the life of every civilian, Palestinian, Israeli, anyone is sacred and has to be protected. And it is important for Israel to distinguish between going after terrorist targets to take out terrorists who continue to threaten Israel and going after civilians. That is an obligation and a responsibility for Israel, and it's something that we will continue to press them on. We also believe that there should be humanitarian pauses to get yeah. hostages out, potentially to get aid in, and we will continue to work uh, toward that end. I know, Jake, I've heard this, and frankly, some of the language is a little contradictory, or it sounds that way, because Secretary Blinken said even a temporary pause in bombing would benefit Hamas. He said that on this program last week. Then a few days later, he went to the UN and said um, a humanitarian pause must be considered. Then the US at the UN voted against a humanitarian truce. So what exactly is the Biden administration calling for here? Because everyone from the Pope to the World Health Organization to the UN is saying, just stop the violence for a period of time at least. Well, what a lot of people are calling for is just uh, a stop to Israeli military action against terrorists, period. 
just stop. No more. Israel cannot go after terrorists who conducted this largest massacre of Jews since the Holocaust and who continue to fire rockets and continue to attack Israel. We have taken the position that Israel has a right to defend itself against mm -hmm. terrorist attacks. That is different from what Secretary Blinken spoke about, which was a humanitarian pause, a pause in the fighting, for example, so that there's a period of time where there can be safe passage of hostages. So just hours. President Biden and his whole team are working extremely hard to get those hostages out. We will continue to do that. I won't put a time frame on it. Anybody that says that Joe Biden mm -hmm. is working extremely hard at the beach mm -hmm. or in Delaware uh, or calling a lid uh, when Israel's being invaded and massacres are taking place, anybody that says that Joe Biden is working hard is likely using Joe Biden as a puppet to accomplish their CIA goals. That's this guy right here. But I will say that given the number of hostages, it would be more than just hours if we were able to secure their release. And we are actively working to secure their release. And similarly, when Secretary Blinken said that any pause in fighting benefits Hamas, that's a reality. There are a lot of complicated realities in this. Mm -hmm. A humanitarian pause would be a good thing to get hostages out. But you can bet that Hamas will try to use that time to their advantage as well. These are the things that Israel is trying to grapple with. So to that point, Benny Gantz, who is part of the Netanyahu War Cabinet, said, we will listen to our friends, but we will act in accordance with what is right for us. Is there any daylight, Jake, between the U.S. and the Netanyahu government right now? We have conversations like friends do on the hard questions that I talked about before on issues associated with humanitarian aid, on distinguishing between terrorists and innocent civilians, on how Israel's thinking through its military operation. Mm -hmm. Those conversations happen multiple times a day. They happen between the president and the prime minister. They happen by the secretary of state, secretary of defense, myself, other senior members of our administration. We talk. Did, did, you, did you hear what he said? I'm a senior member of the administration. Now, let me also remind everybody that the Muslim Brotherhood, founded in 1928, all right, has been working a long time, especially under uh, Barack Obama's brother, who does the financing for Muslim Brotherhood, by the way. Did you know that? Which one? One of his brothers mm -hmm. uh, is, uh, handles the finance, financing for the Muslim Brotherhood which has a bunch of sub-organizations, okay, the Muslim Brotherhood does, uh, and they're interested in bringing Sharia law uh, to the entire world, for that matter. They're right out in the open saying that. Sure. Um, the Muslim Brotherhood's secret doctrine was discovered in a landmark federal case um, Called, called the Holy Land uh, Foundation case. The FBI produced an executive summary that said the Muslim Brotherhood's behind uh, all of these other shell, you know, nonprofits and Muslim charities, the peace-loving Muslim charities. They found this in a sub-basement. Their doctrine was 
to bring Sharia law and to use these shell um, uh, Muslim charities to get money in the United States, right? These charities shipping money with the approval of Barack Obama's Department of Treasury and Hillary Clinton, uh, Hillary Clinton's State Department, in funneling money to who? To what they call zakat communities in Palestine. The zakat communities were found to have been run by Hamas. Let me say this again. The Muslim Brotherhood, using Muslim charities, under the Muslim Brotherhood, Mm -hmm. were shipping tens of millions of dollars with the full approval of the Department of Treasury saying, oh, yes, okay, well, you're not going to send this to Hamas. You're going to send this to uh, the Palestinians for humanitarian reasons. The State Department's um, uh, oversight, Hillary Clinton, all right, Barack Obama's administration, uh, terrorist son of a bitch, okay, Barack Obama, the Treasury approved it, and then the FBI determined that all of the Zakat communities where they were shipping tens of millions of dollars were all being run by Hamas. Jake Sullivan was part of that entity, working under Hillary Clinton, under Barack Obama, the CIA, shipping uh, tens of millions of dollars to Hamas. Now here he is on the news saying, oh, we must, we must go ahead and, and he, listen to me. Jake Sullivan is on the side of Hamas. Okay. He is. He was part of that entity, that entire regime that was shipping money to Hamas. But he won't tell you that. He won't tell you that. Because he's a CIA crook. Candidly, we talk directly, we share our views in an unvarnished way, and we will continue to do that. Uh, but sitting here in public, I will just say that the United States is going to make its principles and propositions absolutely clear, including the sanctity of innocent human life. And then we will continue yeah. to provide our advice to Israel in private. I, I understand this is another country's decisions here, but the U.S. gives more than $3 billion a year in aid to Israel. Some of those weapons being used in Gaza are purchased or help to be purchased with U.S. taxpayer funds. So whether it's intended or not, to some of the world, it looks like the U.S. is endorsing all of what Israel is doing here. Are you at all asking the military to be more uh, limited in it? You know what? Uh, Jake Sullivan is making money on both sides of the equation. The military-industrial <laughs> exactly. complex, as well as all the tens of millions of dollars uh, being funneled to Hamas. And, and she yeah. knows that before she even asks the question. You know? She already knows. Which, I mean, you have to ask yourself, why do they continually bring the same people it's like Fox News does the same thing, right? By the way, somebody said that Jake, they thought Jake Sullivan was probably Lindsey Graham's boyfriend. I thought that was the funniest thing ever. You see but this document right here? Okay. This is a publication mm -hmm. of the documents called 
uh, an explanatory memorandum, okay? It was published by who? Guess who? Who? Frank Gaffney. Mm. Oh, that's right. Frank yeah. Gaffney was working with John Guandolo, right? Yes. When they were digging up documentation in the federal court case against Holy Land Foundation, mm-hmm. uh, they basically found this document in a sub-basement. Uh, look at it. It's written in freaking terrorist scribble, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but translated. Uh, and it is basically the document, uh, Sharia, right? about Sharia, bringing Sharia to America and what their actual intentions are. Um, The memorandum is derived from one, the general strategic goal of the group in America, which was approved by the Shura Council and Organization Conference for uh, the year 1987. Uh, An emblem of Islam in North America, meaning establishment, establishing an effective and stable Islamic movement uh, led by the Muslim Brotherhood, which adopts Muslim Muslims' causes domestically and globally, and which works to expand observant Muslim base, aims at unifying and directing Muslim efforts, presents Islam as a civilization alternative. They want their new world order and supporting the global Islamic state wherever it is to bring the caliph back. Here is their doctrine that says that they will use every means possible, okay, to bring Sharia law. Care, okay, is Hamas. Care. The Council for American Islamic Relations. Guess what they also do now? The FBI was all over them. But guess what uh, the anti-Islamophobes did? What? They hijacked the training of FBI agents and pulled them off Mm. of investigating the Islamic, global Islamic terrorist movement, of course. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. Which is also led by the intellectual uh, named Fatula Gulan in the Poconos, he's in Pennsylvania. You got people in Pennsylvania, by the way, I don't know what they're doing out there, probably watching football all day Sunday. If I were in Pennsylvania, if I were in Pennsylvania, I wouldn't be watching football on the Sunday. You know what I'd be doing? I'd be having a barbecue out on Fatula Gulan's front lawn. What did you say yesterday when I said how disgusted I am with the American patriot, disgusted. Mm-hmm. And you said they're petrified. Yeah, everybody they're scared. Is. Everyone's scared. And and is just... I'm not. Well, yeah, you're not. But, you know, and there are many people like you. Unfortunately, there are more people like that who they get overwhelmed by all of this and they look for an escape from reality, sports, Whatever it may be, you know. Sure. Whatever it may be. Yeah, whatever it may be. Which and is which is why for our country is being it. driven into the dirt mm-hmm. by Jake Sullivan. By the way, you want some more Jake Sullivan? Somebody was asking. Uh, by the way, I could ask. I could this. ask every person in my family, and I mean every person. Hey. 
who Jake Sullivan is, and not one of them would know. No, they wouldn't know. But, and I have a big family. But guess what? Here we are gathered together, ladies and gentlemen. All right? And and I, I am fighting. I do not believe that the people that are listening to my voice, that are regular listeners and you're dropping into the show, that you have anything to do with these. You know, when I refer to apathetic buzzards, I want to make it really clear. That is not us. That is not us. We are American patriots. We are courage, courageous American patriots. We will not back down. We will deliver the truth to the American people, to all of our friends and our family members, even if they don't want to hear it. It's time to start getting in the faces of all of the people that are in our families, these, these you know, blue dog Democrats, mm -hmm. right? They're not, they're not, they're not Marxists. I mean, some of you have Marxists in your family. I have one. I have a few. I have a few. They're just mm -hmm. straight up Marxists. Yep. But listen, I want to make it really, really clear. I want to go on the record right now. I, I want you guys to jam me up and say, Pete Santilli, I'm not an apathetic buzzard. I'm not a, uh, a coward American. I'm not. I'm sitting here on this show unafraid, unapologetic for my Christianity because they're they're coming after Christians. Oh they're coming after goodness. whites. Yeah. Okay? Everybody's coming after They're coming after, after Christians. Christians and whites. Mm-hmm. I've been so frustrated that uh that i mean deb sean i mean all of us even me i've been saying to myself oh my god i mean i would hate to hear myself berating you know our audience like hey come on we gotta we gotta rise up here we're taking little baby steps you know and, and i need to you know what i need to stop doing i need to stop organizing I need to stop expecting that, you know, let's get the American people. I need to stop doing that. That's where my frustration is. Um, I need to deliver information and truthful information to the best of my ability. That's what I do. That's my greatest weapon. What you guys do with it, I, I can't, I need to stop feeling the anxiety of expecting you guys to rise up to it. I need to stop. That's my greatest frustration. And it's not just like punching the rumble button, doing this. I'm trying to take us little baby steps before we get to guns. Okay. Everyone wants to go to second amendment. You know, we're not going to go to any second amendment if we can't master the fine art of protecting the first amendment. Right. So I'm going to exemplify in the First Amendment, the free press. I'm going to. I'm going to deliver the truth to the best of my ability. They want to call me Islamophobic. They want to call me homophobic, xenophobic, homophobic. It's a Hillary Clinton te technique, isn't it? It's an old, stale technique. The Second Amendment will protect the first. It's going to happen. I don't, 
I don't know. We we the people uh, with guns are going to go do what? I mean, without the people with guns, won't even defend the First Amendment. I mean, we we have to defend our First Amendment and push back. Send me a note. Send me a note. Send me a text. You can text directly to 844-837-5132 and say, hey, Pete, I'm not an empathetic buzzer. I'm courageous. Keep doing. Let's go. We'll do this together. And I've been saying to, to, to our team members that it has gotten frustrating to where I care so much about saving the country. Sometimes it feels like even more so than the people that are tuned in. And I don't think that's true. I really don't. I've been thinking about it the past, you know, several couple days here lately. Is that true that I care more than any one of you about saving our country? And I said to myself, that's not true. It's not true. You guys care, don't you? You wouldn't be tuned into the show right now. Tell me you care. I mean, send me, listen, what does it cost? It costs a, you lick a stamp and send it to me. And write it, write it down on a three by five index card. Don't worry about the typos, right? Mm. Say, I care, Pete, and drop it in the mail. You can send it to me to PO Box 30122, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45230. We love, Deb and I, I'm not gonna tell you when we do it, it is at random times. We do not set any pattern at all. We can't because there's very bad people out there. They would love to create an accident, right? But we go to the P.O. box. We love opening up that box and getting your notes. We love it. And because we haven't been pushing it lately, uh, we get less now with quadruple the viewership. So send us a note, P.O. box 30122 Cincinnati, Ohio. Send us a text to 844-837-5132 if you don't want to, you know, lick a stamp. That's okay, too. Or if you don't want to text, you can also send an email. Pete at PeteSantilli.tv. Send it to Deb or myself, right? Attention, Deb or myself. Here's one more. You ready? Here's Jake Sullivan again at the podium promoting war, all right, with Russia, standing up to Russia with Biden, but not China or India. Isn't it remarkable? China and India. Standing up to Russia, but not China. Who's this guy working for? Who do you think he's working for? Hmm? Yeah. Uh, thanks, Jake. I appreciate you doing this. Um, so you've laid out how the president is standing up to Russia through action, but uh, largely giving China and India pass on their aggressions as well as economic support for Russia. Why is that? Uh, can, can you repeat so, yeah, the question? Sure. sure. Um, you've laid out how, how the president's been standing up to Russia through action. But when it comes to India and China, 
the president's largely given them a pass for their aggressions as well as the economic support they're giving to Russia. Why is that? What, what do you mean by aggression? Uh, well, so for instance, India, um, they've made a deal with, well, economic aggression, I guess, eight, they made a deal with 18 countries to not use dollars to trade in. Um, India has is on a U.S. watch list for intellectual property theft of U.S. companies. Um, India has been, is part of BRICS, um, and so that's what I'm talking about with India, with China, the aggressions, the hacking that they've done, the spy balloons, as well as their intellectual property issues. I mean, first of all, we've stood up over, I, I'm not sure if your question is about Ukraine or just about other things generically and so forth. Why are we seeing the same kind of actions um, standing up against China? And I mean, we've taken a variety of actions to protect America's national security vis-a-vis -vis threats from the PRC. Uh, you know, we have an entire strategy with respect to our technology export controls to make sure that American technology cannot be used against us. President Biden, in fact, is the first person to take some of those steps. No previous administration has done so. And where we have concerns with India, whether it comes to issues related to the very watch list that you're describing or otherwise, we make those concerns clear and we defend U.S. interests, as we do with every country in the world. Now, India is not Russia. And China has its own set of challenges that we deal with in its own context. So, of course, there's going to be differences in how we deal with countries one by one. But the idea, the North Star of this administration is if you represent a threat to the American people's security, prosperity, or basic sense of fairness, we will take action to defend that. I think our record on that across multiple countries, including the ones you've mentioned, is quite clear over the last two and a half years. Yeah. You're talking about the $24 billion being through the end of this calendar year. You mentioned that you are looking ahead to what comes next. Um, do you have any projections for how much more will be needed? Um, and is there, yeah, do you have projections and can you share them? I will tell you, uh, standing here right now, I let the OMB director lay out our budget request to the Congress, our supplemental request to the Congress. I do not do that. We are working through that and, in fact, trying to have an open and transparent conversation with the Congress on it as well. But I'm going to leave it to uh, the people whose remit it is to. Okay, I have alleged and I believe I've received information over time and I've just shared it with you as to how I've come up with the following opinion. And I want you to, and don't just side with me just for the heck of siding with me. Could you go to your family with this information? You ready? Go down the list. Mark Turry, the emails. I mean, Catherine Harris, she reported on it. Jake Sullivan was involved in Operation Zero Footprint. Jake Sullivan was involved in Benghazi. Jake Sullivan was involved in putting out a false narrative about what happened with Benghazi. Jake Sullivan was involved in the Russia collusion hoax. Jake Sullivan was involved in spying on the Trump campaign. Jake Sullivan was involved in helping Hillary Clinton's campaign. Jake Sullivan, Russia, Russia, Russia collusion. Russia collusion, Russia collusion. Jake Sullivan involved in getting us to war with Russia. Jake Sullivan involved in shagging tens of millions of dollars through the Muslim Brotherhood, Islamic charities, into the hands of Hamas, Zakat communities run by Hamas. The Zakat communities were approved 
to have funds transferred for humanitarian reasons, just as long as they could verify that Hamas, that the money wasn't being delivered to Hamas, it was delivered to Zakat communities, which were, in fact, run by Hamas. That Jake Sullivan helping to fuel and fund Hamas, making money on that side with the sale of arms like he did with Mark Turry worldwide. Jake Sullivan selling arms to Israel on the other side of the Hamas-Israel war that's going on right now. Jake Sullivan promoting going after Russia, but keeping silent on China. Jake Sullivan referring to Joe Biden as anything other than him running a geriocracy. And I therefore say that the top leading documented U.S. terrorist in the United States of America is in fact Jake Sullivan. Have I presented my case? Do you guys agree or disagree with that? Is it circumstantial? Or did I freaking nail it? Nobody knows who Jake Sullivan is. Can you imagine? I have another... I have to I have to get in touch with Natalie and um, and Clayton over at redacted uh, they are publishing bombshell information and I mean bombshell mm -hmm. what was the last one that we presented I said I gotta play this mm -hmm. it's from redacted mm -hmm. uh, was it about Israel mm -hmm. it was about Israel everything's about Natalie Israel right published. Now information and guess what she published it on youtube all right you can't even say vaccine on youtube you know that right yeah ladies and gentlemen how many of you know about what the canadian health uh uh bureaucracy released about ingredients of the vax how many of you know about this how many? And and there's a key word, and you'll say it in our threads if you know about it. How many of you know about it? Anybody? Do you know about it? Mm. Oh, Rico said I do. He does. This is such bombshell information. Nope, don't know. Don't know. Most people have no clue, no idea. But guess what I'm going to do? You're oh going to clue goodness. everybody in? Uh, I, not me. Redacted, Natalie. Mm -hmm. Great job, by the way. <clears throat> great job. Mm -hmm. I'm going to share this. Redacted is a great show. Are you serious? We'll get the CIA calling me already. Huh? <laughs> hmm? Another hang up. You, you get a bunch of those during the day now. Hello? Hey, is this Pete? It depends. Who's this? <laughs> Do you remember? Um...
Oh, yes, that's right. Can I, do you mind if I call you back? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm her daughter. Oh. I'm sorry, I just want to tell you who I was. I'm her daughter. I, I remember I can't get home. Thank you. Let me, let me call you back, okay? Yeah, 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 I remember you. Thank you very much. I'll call you back. I'm live on the air right now. I thought you were the CIA. All right. All right, bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Oh, Pastor Hi. Nancy, I hope everything's okay. I hope she is. I hope she is okay. All right. So, uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to share this information, and it's bombshell. It's probably the biggest bombshell information in the world, even bigger than the Hamas Israel thing. Believe mm -hmm. it or not, you believe me? I believe you. Here it is. Uh, man, I, I I have to reach out to her. Okay. Mm -hmm. She did such a great job here. Okay. All right. Here we go. You ready? We're going to play this. We're going to play this all the way through. And I want everybody to listen closely to what's being said. And you need to go to your family members. I'm going to say this right now. Okay. President Trump needs to stop saying that, well, you can make up your own mind. You know, it's not being forced upon you. Mm -hmm. President Trump needs to stop. President Trump needs to come out now and say, stop taking the vaccine now. Stop it. Stop. I'm going to say this right now. Any one of you that does not go to your family member and say, you better stop taking your freaking vaccine. Stop mm -hmm. it. You're going to be complicit in their murder. You're going to be complicit. I'm going to, I'm going to put the burden on each and every one of us. Today, today, I'm calling my sister. Today. My sister is an epidemiologist. She works for the New York State Department of Health. She's all spun up on the science. She's in communication with the WHO, okay? And I'm going to tell my sister that if she does not denounce this vaccine publicly, publicly, she should come on my show and say, Pete, you're right. I looked into it. And what they're doing is murderous. Murderous. Do you understand me? Now we're, everyone's so concerned about, you know, you'll take to the streets for the Palestinians trying to stop genocide, but you won't do anything for the millions of people that are about to die because of the freaking ingredients that they're putting in this vax. And they just made it public, by the way. And the CDC and the, the FAA, I don't care what freaking department they're from. They're not saying anything because everybody's just voluntarily, they're just doing it voluntarily. Bunch of people doing it voluntarily because they're getting the wrong information. If you do not tell your family members, you are responsible for their death. You are. Mm -hmm. Last week, Health Canada admitted that the Pfizer COVID vaccine contained a DNA sequence of SV40, that is the simian virus, that is the 
was from the 40th monkey virus that had been identified. Now, the FDA and the CDC have not said whether they knew about this. They haven't said if they knew that it was in the original COVID vaccines or if Pfizer is somehow keeping something from us. Joining us to discuss is Steve Kirst. He's from the Vaccine Safety Research Foundation. He's also a health blogger who's been following oh so many lies about the COVID vaccination program and the pandemic. So thank you so much for joining us. Can you explain why this revelation is important? Yeah, it's the first time that a health authority anywhere in the world has acknowledged what Kevin McKernan, who's a research scientist, uh, found and published uh, back in April of this year. Uh, saying that in the Pfizer vaccine, there is an SV40 promoter sequence uh, in that. And that's an active ingredient. Uh, it's not supposed to be there. Nobody has said anything about it's supposed to be there. It's not on the label anywhere for Pfizer. I get so emotional. I'm very emotional about this. <clears throat> um, I'm so emotional. I got I got to be honest with you. <laughs> this is bigger than the Hamas Palestinian thing. Telling you this right now. What is being relayed here? The emergency use authorization, all of that crap, okay? All the approvals, everything, the whole bureaucracy, the entire freaking system was operating based on the ingredients, right? And the, we're gonna try, we're gonna have trials, we're gonna do so really fast. And nobody ever approved this crap. This active ingredient, nobody did. Do you understand this? Mm. The, the implications here are way beyond. You know what? I'd rather have World War III, okay, and nuke a whole bunch of people than to inject them with this freaking monkey virus crap. Do you understand? I'd rather have, because I believe in the dignity of a human being to at least die in a flash of freaking nuclear glow than to be injected with this freaking crap. I swear, to, I swear to you, if I hear President Trump ever say that anybody should ever voluntarily or involuntarily inject themselves with this crap, I'm not going to support him anymore. Well, he already has said it. Well, <clears throat> guess what? This was just released. <clears throat> this right here. Better get to his underlings. Okay? And I'm going to get it to them. Somebody needs to advise him. A Canadian health authority has come public for the first time anywhere in the world to say that this crap is an active ingredient in the vaccine. 
And if you listen to me, if they can't get this information to President Trump where he can come right out and say, stop taking the vax, stop it. Okay, then he does not deserve to govern. That's that's a fact. Nobody does. I'm not just picking on President Trump. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, you know who's going to step out there? The worst candidate. That's mm-hmm. RFK Jr. Yeah. That freaking communist environmentalist that destroyed freaking manufacturing in the United States of America with his un- environmental sue and settle movement. RFK Jr. single-handedly involved in running freaking manufacturing to China for the sake of the environmental movement. He's so concerned about the water, right? He ran all those businesses out of upstate New York. What do they do? Uh, RFK Jr.'s environmental plan resulted in Chinese manufacturing companies polluting 10 times as much. That guy. And their economy growing. And their economy growing. The and Jake Sullivan. The implications of what the environmental movement did for China and Mexico are, and Canada, by the way, are just, I mean, it's breathtaking. Just do a little research and you'll find out. Right? So I'm going to continue on. All right? I mean, the word needs to get to President Trump. He needs to, he needs to come out. I, forget about stop doing something. Okay? He needs to come right out. I'm coming right out saying this. If anybody injects themselves with this crap, okay, but please put your name on a freaking, we need to get you out of society. Two things. You've got a freaking monkey virus in you. You're taking it voluntarily. You're a freaking dingling. I'm going to run around with this thing on my phone, okay? You mask idiots, you COVID idiots, you wearing this together idiots. Injecting Uh, yourself with this crap now. Somebody just said that it's an inactive, it's not an active ingredient. Listen to me, I'm going by Steve Hirsch and the information coming out of the Canadian, I'm not going by a chat thread. I want to hear what the rest of this is saying. That makes me want to hear what the rest of it says. Listen, this was broadcast on YouTube, okay? Mm -hmm. This came from the Canadian Health Authorities. It didn't come from an anonymous person in a chat thread. I'm going to listen to Steve Hirsch. He's an expert in this area. And I'm going to listen to Canadian Health Authorities on this particular ingredient. They put it on YouTube, okay? If it was misinformation or they misspoke in any way, shape, or form, it would not have been broadcast on YouTube. Trust me. So what they're saying has to be 100% accurate or they would shut it down, right? Do you agree? Mm. Last week, Health Canada admitted that the Pfizer COVID vaccine contained a DNA sequence of SV40, that is the simian virus, that is the was from the 40th monkey virus that had been identified. Now, the FDA and the CDC have not said whether they knew about this. They haven't said if they knew that it was in the original COVID vaccines or if Pfizer is somehow keeping something from us. Joining us to discuss is Steve Kirst. He's from the Vaccine Safety Research Foundation. He's also a health blogger who's been following oh so many lies about the COVID vaccination program and the pandemic. So thank you so much for joining us. Can you explain why this revelation is important? 
Yeah, it's the first time that a health authority anywhere in the world has acknowledged what Kevin McKernan, who's a research scientist, uh, found and published uh, back in April of this year, uh, saying that in the Pfizer vaccine, there is an SV40 promoter sequence uh, in that. And that's an active ingredient. Uh, it's not supposed to be there. Nobody has said anything about it's supposed to be there. It's not on the label anywhere for Pfizer. And uh, to this point, no health authority uh, had spoken out about it. So now at least we have one honest health authority in the entire world, uh, which is Health Canada, which is uh, has confirmed that yes, that sequence is in there. That is what they are producing. And also, uh, and they didn't admit this, but the documents that Pfizer provided to the FDA show that they deliberately removed the identification of SV40 from the documents that they handed to uh, the FDA. And presumably, uh, they removed this reference to the documents that they handed to every health authority in the world. Now, <laughs> only Health Canada has acknowledged this, and they don't seem to be too upset about it. Uh, and the, all the authorities that I've talked to uh, are extremely upset about it because it is an active ingredient, and we don't know what the repercussions are. So it could be completely de minimis, but the people I've talked to say that that is very unlikely. Now, we don't know the extent of what uh, the implications of this. Is this going to impact the health? What's the clinical significance of this? Is this gonna impact the health of hundreds of thousands of people, of millions of people, and in what way? Is it going to be a minor impact? Is it gonna be a major impact? Is this going to be spread to future generations as well? There are a lot of unanswered questions here, and there are people who are saying, oh, no, no, no this is nothing to worry about here, folks, you know? Right. Um, let me just bring you one example of this from a Twitter or X user named Philip Buckaltz saying it's just the SV40 promoter, not the cancer causing SV40 T antigen. It's not a cancer accelerator. The sequence is a standard bit of molecular biology engineering, and it's been used for decades. Uh, now, I wonder just how they know that when we talked about this story yesterday, the story of Bernice Eddy, who found that the Salk vaccine, the Salk polio vaccine had SV40 and was causing tumors in hamsters. And she was told, don't publish that. She lost her lab for publishing that and was demoted and moved to a different lab. So this shows just how much there is no appetite for studying the components of a vaccine. So do we know that, oh, it's just the antigen or it's fine? What, where's the research to show that? Well, we, what we know is that it's just the promoter sequence, which is a smaller sequence than the entire virus. So they didn't, in this time, they didn't include the entire virus uh, into the vaccine. They just uh, included uh, this uh, relatively small um, uh, sequence 
that uh, is is part of SV40. Now, what this does is it enables um, essentially DNA to get into to cells. So the the question really is how significant this is because we have never ever had this delivered in lipid nanoparticles into people's cells all over their body. And so there is no precedent uh, for this. And anyone who tells you there is a precedent for this and they know what's going to happen is lying to you. So the bottom line is we don't know. And it's important for us to find out. And we have to do that with careful experiments. Now, we cannot depend on any government or any health authority anywhere in the world to do these experiments. So they have to be privately funded in research labs where essentially they're being done under the radar so that the authorities don't try to shut it down because you know, as as you know, uh, you know, with public health, the, it's the job of the public to protect the public from the governments. <laughs> it, yeah, it used to be the reverse uh, when I was younger, and I'm I'm certainly very quickly discovering the truth that um, you know this. They're not interested. You know, I, there's no excuse. This is this was brought up in public, widely discussed, widely known back in April of 2023. And the governments should have been saying, whoa, 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 wait a second. You're right. We confirm, we confirm this in the sequence. It's, it takes minutes to confirm this in the sequence that Pfizer gave the FDA. They should have confirmed it, that this is correct. They should have also realized that these, that this sequence is in the lipid nanoparticles. Uh, and and so it's in, it's inserted into every one of these cells. And this is a huge, huge problem. And it's a, it's an even bigger problem that nobody's saying anything. And not only is nobody saying anything, but nobody's doing anything. So when Health Canada uh, said, yeah, you're right, uh, this is in there. They didn't say, hey, wait a second. Hold on. Stop using the vaccine for now. If you don't, if you don't have like an urgent need to get vaccinated. Okay. His name is Steve Hirsch. People were asking. His name is Steve Hirsch. He's one of the top experts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, digging into the, the COVID eugenicist CIA lie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Hirsch. Uh, Natalie from Redacted, okay, is the host. Maybe you should hold off. Right. They're not even doing that. They're not even doing the basic cautionary, the precautionary principle of medicine says, hey, when you have something like this, which looks like it could be pretty explosive, where you talk to experts and they say, and you get mixed opinions, right? Sure. You'll get to, you'll talk to some experts and say, nothing to see here, folks. You know, this is a, this is a common sequence, blah, blah, blah. But that's but just what no. it is. It's an opinion because there's a refusal it's to study it. It's an opinion. It. It's an opinion. It's not based on any data. And right. that's the point. Where is the data? Show me the data, the studies that were done where this, these fragments are in, in lipid nanoparticles that are injected into people's bodies into billions and billions of, of copies. And 
By the way, the also there, there is a specification uh, that the regulators have of contamination, of DNA contamination in these vials. And the um, uh, they're supposed to be a very small, um, uh, it's under 10 nano, nanograms per dose of DNA fragments that are allowed in these vaccines. Now, if you measure it one way, which is very not sensitive, which is this uh, uh, quantitative PCR test, the vaccines meet the standard. But if you measure it a different way with fluorometry, then what happens is you find that the standard is exceeded by orders of magnitude. So, so here's the question. I don't think they specified how this is supposed to be measured. So by any objective standard, the, um, the, the by any objective measure, the, the contamination is there. It is in at a much higher rate than, than as desired by the regulators, as specified by the regulators. But I don't think the regulators specified how it should be measured. Should it be measured accurately? Or should it be measured inaccurately by a technique which undercounts the amount of contamination? Now, there is, you know, the, the, uh, some people point out, look, there's, there's uh, evidence that the regulators use uh, quantitative PCR to measure this, which is the way to measure it such that you don't get the act. Uh, by the way, uh, people like to speak on my behalf to everybody in the chat room uh, because that's what the NSA does. It's called a social uh, media influence operation. <clears throat> and they talk to everybody in the chat. Uh, somebody says, oh, he's out of control. Too bad for Pete. I'm not out of control. I'm totally in control. I'm beating deep state balls. Okay. That's a fact. I think that's a pretty good level of control. Uh, don't listen to the NSA trolls uh, in our chat room. Don't be influenced. I have total control. The stream's still running, isn't it? Uh, we haven't stopped. Uh, I can be animated. I can be an organ grinder monkey. I can do my little dance. I can get everybody's attention. And I can also put people out like a cigarette that seem to be speaking on my behalf about whether or not I'm in control. I'm totally in control. As a matter of fact, if that person is genuine, just keep this in mind. You're sitting there feeding on my content. That's pretty good control. Accurate count. And so they could argue that, well, the regulators are actually, they meant to say that it should be measured using the inaccurate method rather than the accurate method. Now, where do the regulators say that? You know, right. <laughs> you know you're making an assumption. I think that yeah. it, it could also be argued, on the other hand, that maybe the regulators didn't realize that there was a difference in the, the measurement techniques that they used versus what... Yes, it's redacted's content. Just about everything we do is other people's content. That's what we do. All right. Mm -hmm. 
As a matter of fact, I think mm-hmm. all of independent media gets information from other places. <laughs> Alex Jones doesn't sit there and whip up a war against Russia. He actually goes by the news reports. It's other people's contents. Yes, right. I'm bucket brigading it, okay? Yeah, I mean. The freaking NSA troll in the thread is. Actually, we highlight. Uh, we highlight. We do. We aggregate. Lot, we feature. We we highlight, we highlight a lot of people's stuff, and people will highlight our stuff, too. Yeah, uh, that's right. That's how we do it, and that's how it's done. That's right. So pay no attention to the anonymous NSA trolls in our threads that try to. Uh-huh. They suddenly discredit Pete's and it doesn't work. Everybody's actually, too smart. I mean, here, people okay? actually want us to yeah. uh, aggregate their work, highlight their work, yeah. and send people over. We we um, we absolutely adore Redacted. We we're into them big time right now. Yeah. And they give us a lot of information to pass on yep. to our viewers. Should be used in this case and that it would exceed their standards. Now, the only way to find out that question is to ask a regulator. And of course, the regulators aren't asking or aren't answering any questions and they, they're not going to respond to you or to anyone else. And right. The mainstream media is certainly not going to answer, ask them that question. So we're never going to really know the answer uh, to that question because they don't want to talk about this. Now, now something that, that whole- you've said, though, what I totally agree with you, we're not going to get government response on this, but something that you're sort of putting your faith or hope in is litigation. You think that if the FDA is dragged into litigation, then they'll have to admit, did they know this or didn't they? Um, if Pfizer is dragged into litigation, they will too. So can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, well, certainly when you uh, have jurisdiction over them because you have a lawsuit that has not been dismissed, then you get to do things like discovery. And when you do discovery, that means depositions, which means that they're required to answer questions. And this is the only way that we can actually get our questions answered is through lawsuits and asking the questions like, what did you know about this? What did you do? Um, what actions were taken uh, to assess the harm here? Why didn't, why wasn't any action taken to assess the harms? Why didn't you ask Pfizer why they deliberately moved the SV40 promoter sequence from, um, from the documents that they handed to you? What is the explanation for that? And then you can ask them questions like, you know, why is, you know, some of these things are, are very strange that that when people look at at these sequences, they find that there are things that in there that should not be there in a production vaccine. And why are they there? And it's probably because, well, we took some shortcuts and we took this uh, uh, research um, vehicle that we had on the shelf and we just used that and deployed it because we were in such a rush rather than to uh, to actually design something that is uh, fit for purpose, meaning that this is something that we designed to inject into people to uh, as a therapy, as opposed to inject into animals for research studies where we have a whole bunch of things going on that really shouldn't be there. Hmm. Okay, so do you think that, and I'm with you on that, I think that we litigate our values and our value should be transparency. 
um, to know what we were given without informed consent. So is this something that is possibly a class action, do you think? Or yes. do you think? Oh, absolutely. You do. You do. Uh, the problem oh, with no that question. is that, you know, Pfizer could just settle and we wouldn't ever get answers. So we need the right litigation team to push this beyond settlement, right? What do you think of that? Yeah, yeah, there's, look, there's, uh, just because you, like you can sue for anything, right? It doesn't mean sure. that you're gonna win. It doesn't mean that your, your, your case is gonna go on and not be dismissed, right? So you could always sue Pfizer, right? But, but you'll probably end up losing. And, you, and if you did it today, you probably end up losing as well. But there are things going on in America. So for example, uh, attorney Aaron Siri has brought a case which uh, if it's successful, and he believes that it is will be successful, because if it, if he didn't believe that, he wouldn't be wasting his time bringing the case. He thinks he can take down the protections that are granted uh, uh, in the the legislation that is designed to protect the prep uh, act Pfizer. is what you're talking about. The prep act, yeah, exactly, uh -huh. right. And so once that happens then of course all bets are off and you can we don't even have to worry about whether there's promoter sequences in there but there was a a case in chicago where uh, a patient was injected with remdesivir that was contaminated with glass particles ground up glass particles and so what happened was there was a defect in the manufacturing process uh, where a, a glass vial got accidentally put into a machine and got crushed up and put in vaccine vials. Oh, that's now, how that happened. Moderna, okay. Yeah. So Moderna, to its credit, notified uh, everybody that, oh, we, we messed up. We're doing a recall of this. But not everybody got the word. So some people got injected with Remdesivir, sorry, I, did I say, I, I said Moderna, I, I meant uh, uh, Gilead. Gilead, so, right. So Gilead, to the, their, their, their credit, um, they notified uh, the hospitals, but this hospital somehow didn't get the message for whatever means. This vial was injected into a human being, uh, causing the clotting. The judge ruled that the liability protection doesn't protect the manufacturer. So Gilead in this case is not protected and can be sued because there's foreign material that is not supposed to be in the vials. So the question is, because they deliberately covered it up and said to the FDA, oh, you know, no, no can't identify any gene sequences here because they, they deliberately removed them. The question is whether that is now considered adulteration of the vaccine because this promoter is this promoter sequence, which is an active ingredient, is in the vaccine. It was not on the label. The FDA didn't know about it. Okay. So what the FDA approved is different than what you received, and that's known as adulteration. Now the FDA itself can take action on this. So they can say, 
better warn the public. Up, oh, let's write a letter to the manufacturer. Up, oh, let's stick a warning label on it, or let's recall the product. Now, there are a variety of other things they can do, but those are some of the main things that the FDA is allowed to do. Now, the FDA is also permitted to do absolutely nothing. So if there's contamination in there and they think that, uh, not, not a problem, but they can do absolutely nothing. Right. We talked what, about that's what they're doing based on yeah. based on no evidence. And they are allowed to, for instance, we learned from the book Dope Sick that um, FDA regulators and big pharma had been holding these private meetings developing what they called enriched enrollment, where they allowed drug companies to weed out people from their studies who didn't respond well to their drugs, therefore tipping the balance towards FDA approval. So we know from precedence that the FDA is in bed with the hand that feeds them, I guess, uh, is a way to put it. So we can't really expect them to hold Pfizer's feet to the fire. Um, so it's on us then to litigate against the FDA, if that's even possible. Yes, and, and you can petition the FDA to to uh, do the proper actions. And, and the FDA has uh, a long time to respond to that. And then they can choose not to take action. And then you can uh, file a writ of mandamus uh, in the court to force them to take action, but the court can also then say, well, look, you know, what the law says is that the FDA is permitted to make the decision on that. They clearly decided to not take any action. So I can force them to follow the law, but the law says that they have the option. And so it's not even clear that even if you got a writ of mandamus and the judge that it would be granted, because, or that if it was, even if it was granted, that it would make any difference because the, the law says that the FDA is allowed to have contaminants in. So if, if there's arsenic in the, the vaccines at a toxic level, the FDA can basically decide to do nothing. And you can petition the FDA and, 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 and they can do nothing. Then you could try to get a court to overrule them which would be hard because the courts like to defer to the FDA because they know what they're doing <laughs> or that's what that's what the judges think. This is uh, what philosopher Thomas Saz learned about pharmacracy. It's the expansion of government power through medical emergencies and um, it's disenfranchising us all. So thank you for following this. I encourage you to follow Steve Kirsch's uh, Twitter or X feed because he's following this so acutely. It's amazing. Um, also, is it uh, public that, you know, where do you, your, your um, blogs, are they on? I'm sorry, remind us. So um, I have a Substack. Substack. Uh, I do most Thank of you. my write, writings. I've written about fifteen hundred articles. Stevekirsch.substack.com or also kirschsubstack.com is another way to get to it. Okay. Uh, and, the, and on Twitter, I'm St. Kirsch. Okay. Right. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure to talk to you. That's right. And tune in to Redacted. Uh, we love Redacted. That was a bombshell report right there. Mm -hmm. Steve Kirsch, I let it play all the way through. We, you know, when we aggregate and we share bucket brigade style, there's quite a few people out there that hadn't heard that before. How many of you are hearing this? 
Most every most everyone in the thread are like yeah. the link Who to is the show. Guy? What's his name? The link to the show is right you know. here. You're you're on the link. It's, now you know what his name is. It's called the Pete Santilli Show. That's yeah. the link. But redacted, <laughs> you can go find them. Um, yep, on YouTube, yep. easy to find. You can. They're easy to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suggest you give them a follow. Uh, absolutely, love love what they do. All mm-hmm. right. Yep. Somebody always says, "What's the link?" The link is called the Pete Santilli Show. There you go. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of links, um, before we cut to a commercial, can I share a link? <laughs> what? Are you laughing at me? Yeah. Why? Because you know what's coming? Yeah. I know what you're going to do. Yeah. Uh, the first batch of links, as a matter of fact, you guys uh, have given us encouragement to start a newsletter, and we certainly have. Um, and I'm going to pull it up right now. This is the big reveal before we go to our uh, our commercial break. Okay. Come on, D. For the D's. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What is wrong? There it is. Guess what our newsletter is named, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is, the big reveal. It's called Last week Health Canada admitted that the Pfizer COVID. Oh my goodness. Here, hold on a second. Huh? Oh boy. What? There it is. The Daily Sausage. (laughs) The best links on the internets. Uh That's right. Um, Deb Jordan is going to be curating all that stuff. We've got it set up so that it doesn't take a lot of time. We're going to be sharing uh, news reports. You can subscribe to the newsletter. It's going to be free but you'll get uh an update eventually uh once we get that set up in your inbox but for right now you can go to the daily sausage.com the daily sausage.com to get a preview of it uh we'll be publishing articles now the ones that are up there right now are just kind of test articles okay um we just needed to make sure that the feed was going over there just right. But um, let's see. I'm going to type the daily the daily sausage dot com. All right. And here it is right now. It is active, uh, and we just have a couple of uh, test articles uh, up there. But this is what it's going to look like. The Daily Sausage. It reads really well, by the way, um, on a mobile phone. Um, mm-hmm. Daily updates, right? Interview interview highlights as well. Um, we actually are using, we actually have our interviews transcribed to text. So all the highlights will be able to copy and paste some of those things right there. But you can sign up to have the Daily Sausage delivered to uh, your inbox and this is what it looks like right here. You'll just get uh, 
uh, as as we go. You'll get the top news articles. The Daily What? It should be. It should be something, but it's not. We're in charge. We called it the Daily Sausage. Okay? There you go. Um, daily Sausage. By the way, it's an Italian thing. And don't ask what the ingredients are of the sausage or what goes in to the sausage. That's rule number one. Right? Never ask how we make our sausage. Right? There you go. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break here, if I can. I'm having actually a problem with, with our server, as I always do. Hmm? Sometimes I think they mess with us, right? What do you think? Hmm? I think you might be right. No. <laughs> They're not. Um, the end of the month, uh, our rumble rants, we've lost thousands and thousands of dollars. I can't even tell you. So as we finish up the month, please consider if you like what we do, uh, contribute, um, uh, contribute by, uh, subscribing to us on rumble. If you like what we do. Um, you can make a contribution and rumble rants. Um, is, the, is it the economy stupid? Right? What do they call it? It's the economy stupid. Is that what they say? That's what they say. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, our economy will uh, be impacted just like your economy is. We will go away. Poof. Um, we'll see how we finish out the month. Uh, many different ways they can support us. Support us by supporting our sponsors. Support us by going. Thank you, Bill Tennis. Rumble Rants Rock. Thank you. Yeah, hit that. You know what? Subscribe to us. If you're sitting on our channel, you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Hit the Rumble um, uh, button so you can help propel the show. Um, especially if you can't afford it, maybe you can put, punch the button. We, go, go, we can go find somebody that can. Right? I mean, it's a... Really, just sharing with other people that may have the means to, you know, contribute like five dollars uh, to help support our efforts. If you can't afford the five dollars, push that rumble button. Maybe we can find somebody that can afford the five dollars. That's a great way for us to help support our efforts. Right now, I don't mean that in a derogatory sense either, right? Mm -mm -mm. Why is that not updating? This is so pissing me off. You know that? Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely incredible. Hmm? There we go. There's one. Am I doing better this morning? Yeah. Do you think? So frustrating. Should I call my sister? No. No. She, she's smart. She can go find out on her own. Yeah. Right? She doesn't want to. Hmm? I'm sure she doesn't want to. All right. Before we go, I'm going to put up on the screen. Um, you can contact us by email. Send us a text to 844-837-5132. Or send us some snail mail right send us your snail mail ladies and gentlemen why don't you 
Is that easy? How much does it cost for a stamp? Oh, gosh, I don't even know anymore. You don't? Mm-mm. You haven't paid for a stamp lately? Nope. Ah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Support us by supporting our sponsors. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking, another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. 
My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Banks are supposed to be the safest placeholders for cash in the world, but in 2022, that changed. The Federal Reserve pulled out $2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banks, and the Fed also changed the requirements so banks don't need to keep any funds on hand. This means banks are starved for liquidity and have now become very dangerous places to hold your assets. Get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. at 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. All right, we're going to come back uh, here. Oh, okay, hold on one second. Stand by. Hold on. Hold on, this is an important phone call here. Stand by. Hold on. Okay. Um, so. Round and round and round she goes. Where she stops, <laughs> nobody knows, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Yeah, a lot. Usually, and, uh, the news cycle is quiet <clears throat> over the weekend, but not this weekend. No, and that's what. And that's why I'm hesitating here mm -hmm. because, um, because of what's going on in Turkey. Okay, most people have no idea and I'm hesitating because I don't want to scare the crap out of everybody right uh, for Turkey uh, to weigh in in the fashion uh, that they are okay mm -hmm. this should be very concerning to everybody but before we get to that uh, I want everybody to take a look at London okay L London is they're they're gone and to, may I to say begin with what? That all of the video from the weekend that we're getting ready to show you of Hamas uprising around the world and in the United States is exactly why Turkey is is saying the things that they're saying, because they now have support. And it's it's quite unbelievable, really. They, they want to bring their little caliphate. OK. Uh, they have. There's this. It's obvious. Huh? They already have. Mm -hmm. They already have? Sure. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, well, it's like there's no stopping it. I'll be the judge of that. Here, check mm-hmm. this out. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. So you guys can understand what's going on. That's that's just in uh, in London. Now mm-hmm. now let's take a look at if you think that's overwhelming. Take a look at what's going on in Turkey. All right, uh, Erdogan uh, spoke in front of these people right here. What is he saying? Something freaking terroristic, obviously. Alex Jones. We played it this morning. That's why we played it at the opening. Because we wanted you guys to hear that and then see the imagery coming out of Turkey. Actually, pretty incredible. Shut up, okay? Mm-hmm. With your little freaking crescent bullcrap, okay? And here's something I'm that a, happened. I'm a leatherneck marine, by the way. <laughs> here's something that happened under it's the wire. It's been going on for hundreds of years. Here's mm-hmm. something that happened under the wire, and I picked up on it like two weeks ago. Antifa has now changed their uniforms, and this was like before any of this happened. They're now wearing and carrying flags. Uh, wearing the black and carrying flags that are red and black. And when you look at some of these videos coming out of the Middle East, a lot of Hamas and a lot of these folks wear red and black. They wear the all black with the red band. And uh, I see a big movement happening in this country pre-planned well nothing that can't be put out with freaking napalm Mm. okay i'm not so sure i am i'm positive Mm -hmm. okay nuke antifa how about that huh what do you think Mm. now watch what this guy's saying all right this is a commander for Hamas, one of. 
Oh my goodness. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Oh. I, this guy gets on my freaking nerves because <laughs> if you really didn't take a shower for three weeks, you mm. smell like that dude, okay? Yeah. Uh, you know, and then you go bend down on your freaking smelly carpet. So you also have a video mm -hmm. that I put in there for you. And it is a at a mosque in Middle East. I think it's, I believe it's even in Turkey. It's either in Turkey or outside Palestine. But um, they they are taught, they send a warning this to the gay community here in the United States of America, right? And I mean, if if you listen to what this man is saying, and you still support what the, what's happening out here, uh, you've got an issue. I mean, a big issue. You're just not educated. Have you seen, can you find it? I what's the it name in, of it? It, it says, it says preacher. Um, no, I don't have a preacher one. Sorry. Um, hmm? All right. I can go find it. When did you save it? Right uh, before the show? Probably Saturday. You did? Yeah. Preacher? Yeah, it says... Okay, you do this to me all the time, but that's okay. Well, hmm? I mean, I put it in there. I don't know if it was if it was changed or not, you know? I don't know. <clears throat> uh, I'm really agitated right now. Anyway, they send mm -hmm. a message to the gay community. Nothing called preacher. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he sends a message to... And this congregation is huge in this mosque. And they send a message to the gay communities in the United States of America and around the world. And that is, is that we will not let one homosexual step foot in Palestine. We will not. And it's just amazing to me how many people are jumping on board with this. I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> they don't like, they don't, here in, here in the United States, they were having a fit because um, people were pushing back on the pornography they put in, they're putting in our schools, right? And the Islam showed up and, um, you know, the Muslims showed up and supported the Christians and that. And now the homosexuals in this country, the queer community, is now jumping on board and supporting, you know, the Muslims in this jihad. And it's like, it, I'm like, 
how more screwed up can you be in this world, right? I don't get it. Yes, this is it. Go ahead, all of you freaking LGBTQ flag wavers are now flag waving Palestinian flags. Go ahead. As a matter of fact, put put your LGBTQ flag right next to your Palestinian flag so they can identify you and chop your freaking head off. Mm -hmm. Okay? Like they're they're wanting to do here. Look at. Our people will not allow there to be institutions that promote this abomination. You LGBTQers, with you, you want penises on your foreheads or whatever it is that they do with their mutilation, right? Mm -hmm. You're about to be mutilated yourselves. The ultimate mutilation, beheading, okay, by the Sharia law-loving global Islamic terrorists. All these filthy freaking people. Can you imagine what it smells like in that freaking room right there? Huh? Right? We need to fumigate all the mosques. Okay? And also de-arm them too. That's where they hide all their guns. The peace-loving Muslims anyways. Oh, yeah, law of Sharia. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh -huh. right. Huh? What's your name? Anagata Rashida, right? And Ilhan Omar. This is what they're installing in Dearbornistan, all right? Sharia law. The most oppressive, freaking, disgusting, filthy, freaking, dirty law. It's a dirty law. Oppressive. Can we get on with this, please? Huh? I Can just found that so interesting. Oh, and yeah. This is fascinating. Let me continue playing it on. Playing it a little bit more. And Ilhan Omar and Anagata Rashida, right, running around. Promoting all the oppressed Palestinians. Oh, haram, haram. What is haram? Go find that out. Huh? Haram. Anything that is prohibited, right? Here it is. Haram. Right? Off with their heads. Huh? You freaking homosexuals are about to get freaking get your head chopped off. What do you say? All mixing of males and females in the university is like death sentence. <laughs> Go ahead, keep promoting your crap. Huh? Keep promoting it. Go ahead. 
Go have your protest for the Palestinians. Several female students in a number of Arab universities were killed. We hereby declare and that we reject and abhor all manifestations of homosexuality and perversion. Allah tormented and annihilated the people of Sodom for engaging in this crime. Oh, yeah, come on! Come on, bring on your little freaking Sharia law. Go ahead, wave your little Palestinian flag, right? Then, oh my God, it's genocide. Now, all of a sudden, it's genocide. Forget about the 1,700 people that they just freaking killed. These mm -hmm. filthy people. Nobody wants these freaking dirty people. Okay? Might as well freaking blast them. They killed 1,700 people. I haven't forgotten about that. Okay? I wish I could say his name. You're filthy too. Okay? You know who you are. He's listening. He, he can't stop listening. Huh? Siding with Anagata Rashida. That's what you side with. You filthy, disgusting puke. Anybody comes near me, siding with the Palestinians and Hamas and what they did to human beings on the other side of that thing when they went and killed 1,700 civilians. You're disgusting to me. Wave your little Palestinian flag and sit there and wait for them to kill your little diversity, equity, and inclusion. You think these people are all about DEI? Huh? <laughs> No, they are not. Uh, institutions that oof, encourage homosexuality and promiscuity, it's called America. Right? And Israel. Israel is one, listen, there's a, there's a lot of people in Palestine who um, are homosexual, right? And they flee Palestine into and are welcomed into Israel for safe, uh, for safety. They 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 go there uh, and get asylum from the Arab countries, right? And and it happens every day. <clears throat> it's interesting. Nobody's talking about that in the gay community that Israel has a huge um, gay population um, they're in government uh, openly gay can't have that not openly per this gay. guy uh, and in Palestine you get caught in Palestine and you get uh, in trouble so I was reading some writings from gay people who live in Palestine and they have to my goodness this is what goes on all day after 10 o'clock in the morning. I swear to God, I'm, I'm, I'm changing my number. Um, and so this is what happens in Palestine, Pete. They have to hide. Uh, they have to go underground. A lot of them don't want to leave their home, what they call their homeland. And But when they do, when they get found out, uh, they get, they do their best to go into Israel and, and where they can get asylum. And nobody's talking about that. Um, Israel takes in 
the gay, gays from Palestine all the time. It's a, it's really interesting when you really read what's going on. Now, does that make yeah. Israel a you know a good country? Uh, it you know God will punish Israel for what it does. It it will and it it will punish Palestine, but it will it will it, Islam will be punished. The Muslims are going to be punished right along beside them, and in the end, you know. All of this is being pushed to and allowed uh, so that all of them recognize Jesus as the King of Kings. Yeah. And if, and if you are a Christian and you don't believe anything else than that, then you're in the wrong. should be calling yourself Christian. There you go. Okay, so we do want to point out that memory a, I'm sorry, M E M R I is a fantastic, fantastic outlet. Um, they don't give an opinion. They just put you, they just put what's happening on Israeli TV and on television, on the news outlets over there. And they put out the clips as they get them. And it is amazing to, and they translate them. It's amazing to watch. It's a great source. M-E-M-R-I, right? Great source. I stumbled upon it one day and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing, right? And they give, um, and they just put it, they just put out the the clips. They don't have any commentary. So pretty, it's, it, it's pretty good actually if you're looking for a resource of what's really happening over there yeah and um and i got a rashida and ilhan omar and all these people they also mm -hmm. support the black communists that are in congress uh kind of like this guy right here who by the way was he received a little slap on the hand while well, we got people in Congress, this guy pulled the fire alarm and he was just asked to give an apology publicly, okay? Get a little slap on the hand. And here he is, he made up the excuse saying, oh, I pulled it by accident. Here he Lie. is pulling the Lie. fire alarm uh, by accident. Here he is. Here he is, pulling the signs down, pull the signs down, hit the button, because he said he was he was going outside, right? But he didn't go outside. Hmm? He was going outside and he hit the wrong button. No, he pulled the signs down that said that it was closed. Here mm -hmm. he is, pulling the signs down, then hitting the button, uh, basically interfering with a congressional And that was the hearing. fire alarm. How many people went to jail for- It was for a felony, what he just did. It was a felony, that's yeah. right. He was given a slap on the wrist and asked to make an apology while their political opponents are kept in the gulag for years, for years. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't President Trump get on a bulldozer and go get them? Why doesn't he do that? Why doesn't he? Mm. Hmm? By the way, President Trump was given a $10,000 fine admonished by the judge and he said if you if you do it one more time 
it's going to be worse. What did President Trump do? He went right on Truth Social. He did it one more time. And did it one more time. And he said, this drudge is corrupt. And mm -hmm. I applaud President Trump for doing that. Yep. I applaud him for doing that. Reminds me of someone else I know. <laughs> hmm? Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. I mean, Trump went right on True Social and admonished the judge right back. After, you know, and the judge told him, I'm going to throw you in jail. And Trump's like, no, if that's what has to be, then that's what has to be. Yeah, it's he's putting out the truth. You're not going to shut me up. Yeah. Right? You're not going to shut him up. Mm-hmm. And then you have this. This is so disgusting. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Another one. In the halls of government. All right. This is disgusting. Gun violence has terrorized and traumatized so many of our communities in this country. And let us be clear, it does not have to be this way. As our friends in Australia have demonstrated. Hey, guess what? Somebody needs to tell her what country she's in, okay? As our friends in Australia have done, they're taking guns away from everyone. Yeah, and that's why they could get away with their COVID tyranny, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, you're not going to get away with your crap this time. You ever taking people, putting them in camps. I dare you. Come freaking get me. Put me in a camp. Come on. I dare you. I dare you. Come freaking get me, okay? Come put me in your little COVID camp. Ladies and gentlemen, today, go buy lots more guns and ammo just because of her. Just because of her, because of what she's saying. She wants to... Gun violence has terrorized and traumatized yeah, so many terror, of our yeah. communities in this country. And let us be clear, it does not have to be this way. As our friends in Australia have demonstrated. Oh That's right. Gosh. She's one of the greatest gun salespeople ever. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, you know, in Australia, right? Nobody is allowed to have a firearm and check this out. Yeah, that's why they're able to go pluck them out and go send them to a freaking COVID camp. I mean, right. I mean, look what they did to the Australian people yep. during the whole COVID thing, right? I mean, these people were sent to camps. They, they were in a little trailer. They weren't allowed to walk off the porch. Somebody brought fast food to them two or three times a day, you know, maybe. <laughs> and and people were just I mean it was so tyrannical it was so tyrannical that every even people in this country were like and people who um, you know supported the lockdowns and stuff here in the United States were like went okay Australia is going a little bit too far here you know it was incredible what we watched happen And they Guess do such what? a great job in Australia with their guns. Yes. Yeah. We're going to sure. take one final break. We'll be back to wrap up the show. Uh, right after this, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Don't go away. Gun violence 
has terrorized and traumatized so many of our communities in this country. The world is about to shift. Banks are going cashless globally with the emergence of central bank digital currency, which will bring with it programmable money and the ability to turn on or off your purchasing power based on your digital social profile. It's like the equivalent of spyware in your bank account. You need to get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, PhD, 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. Our American heroes love getting down and dirty, fighting for our freedoms and safety. My fellow Americans, the Hero Soap Company is a veteran-owned business with quality soaps and scrubs made in America for the benefit of our American heroes. Each bar of handmade soap is blended with a mix of essential oils, real goat's milk, saponified oils of safflower, palm and coconut, and all natural colorants. Place your order today by visiting MyHeroSoap.com for a 20% discount. And for every purchase, a portion of sales is donated to charities focused on helping veterans and first responders. Visit MyHeroSoap.com. Soap.com and subscribe for 20% off with promo code Pete. Every soap purchased is matched one-to-one -one and sent overseas to our troops. Go to MyHeroSoap.com and order your soaps, scrubs, and even cool Patriot gear. Support our troops. Support our first responders. Support our heroes and let freedom clean by visiting MyHeroSoap.com. My towels solve the problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they win dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to my MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QDUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. 
be part of a new digital frontier. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food, it's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking. Another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at GoldCo today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Guess what? I'm going to put it on the screen again. Um, you can contact us, Pete at PeteSantilli.tv. Emails are free. You can text us, 844-837-5132. Texts are free. You can snail mail us, P.O. Box 30122, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45230. It'll cost you a stamp. Right? Yeah, actually, anybody right now, uh, Annie's Texas, that is supporting uh, Palestine in that fashion is not anybody I want to be hanging out with at all. Okay. And, and I'm and not going to mention that person's name. Yeah. And okay? I want to be clear ah. about what I was saying earlier about Israel. It doesn't mean that I agree with Israel. But I certainly don't agree with Palestine either. Are right? we are these we loyal are to up. Genesis twelve three? Well, these countries mm -hmm. these countries have been warring each other for for centuries, Pete. Um, mm -hmm. It is not something that I want to get in the middle of, and we nobody should be getting in the middle of this. Uh, taking demanding that other people take one side or the other is just ridiculous. Um, Israel has tons of problems, and they will get their just rewards for uh, for for those problems, right? Um, but it, you know, I mean, listen. Imagine, Pete, if you live in a Texas town, and I said this to you to you the other day. What if you live in a Texas town on the border, and Hamas, which is in South America, they. Hamas has been for decades now, since two, over a decade now, since 2007, uh, they've been in this place called the tri-border area. And the tri-border area 
is where all of these radical groups go um, and they set up camps and they they set up their you know places where they're mostly safe because it's such a uh, it's that place where nobody goes into you understand what I'm saying mm -hmm. um, nobody goes into these places so um, Hamas is coming over our border you can bet on that and you can take it to the bank that they are so imagine if they crossed over from Mexico into a small border Texas town and they killed 1700 people how do you think the Amer how do you think Americans would react to that how do you, how would you react if you Sorry. lived that's okay how would you react if you lived in that town they raped your wife they raped and uh, kidnapped and sodomized and uh, your daughter and put her on display and then murdered her drove her around in a truck so everybody could see and they beheaded um, 40 something infants and and they didn't just do this once they do it on a and they keep and they kept what if they were lobbing missiles into um, into border towns in Texas or Arizona how would how do you think that you know uh, these Americans that are supporting Hamas right now would feel about that right mm -hmm. what if they started coming across our border and beheading people and murdering people 1700 people uh, do you think that you think that we would still feel bad for Palestinians in Hamas mm. right because believe me the way our border is it could very well happen and there's been people out there warning about this for a long time John Guandolo is one of them um, you know he's been warning people and telling people this is going to happen in the United States of America going to happen that's right that's right guess what else is happening in America the Shapir towels uh, Deb Jordan yes what can you say about those towels okay so I got my towels yesterday the new um, designer line and let me tell you guys something they are simply amazing oh his I mean their first line she of literally came out of the, the the shower she was getting ready she had her towel on and mm -hmm. she was raving 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 mm -hmm. let's call her a raving lunatic in a good way yeah right? raving <laughs> the about cotton, the towels this it's this cotton that is used in these towels is I mean you guys it reminds me of the towels that we used when I was a kid you know what I mean that pure cotton feel that it they are amazing and they're beautiful they're absolutely beautiful uh, you get two washcloths two hand towels oversized the hand towels are oversized which I love and you still get the same length that um, that the first line of towels are huge but by These the way, huge towels. Yes, it, they're just amazing. Uh, if you go to mypillow.com forward slash Pete, use promo code Pete. Okay, mm -hmm. um, that's another way to support us because uh, we made ten dollars today on Rumble Rants. Thank you, more Bill Tass. Huh? We made more than that. Oh, Nick Nicoletta Trumpy Bear. There you go. Uh, mm -hmm. Another ten dollars. There you yeah. go. Thank you guys so much. 
uh, for your support. Um, you know what we're going to do? Hmm? Well, Nicoletta, she just Thank said you. it's the paid fighting soldiers, not the people. Okay, mm -mm. here's the thing. It's just like in the United States. I mean, we can say that, you know, when, when um, Antifa burnt city blocks in major cities, you know, during the summer of love, um, we could say, oh my goodness, it's, it's not, you know, it's not the people, but there's always that, I mean, you have to watch what's coming out of the Middle East, right? And it's all these videos of people standing behind what Hamas did. And, and that's what I'm talking about here. When we say people, Hamas would not be able to do this if the people had not voted them in. Mm -hmm. Make no mistake, in 2007, right. the people in Palestine voted overwhelmingly for Hamas. Have, uh, for Hamas. Yep. They did, and they continue to vote for Hamas. And they support them. They hide them. They give them a blank check. So, yeah. We will see everybody. Say goodbye, Deb. We'll see everybody at... Um at 3.30, you can join us on our Locals channel. LFA uh, TV is coming, uh, is, is going to be coming up at uh, the 4 o'clock mark. But join us at 3.30 on our Locals channel. That's another great way to support us. It is. Um, in fact, if you uh, if you want uh, to support us, go to PeteSantilli.Locals.com. You get an annual subscription. Uh, we'll give you, actually, it'll open it up so that you can get a free my pillow queen-size pillow uh, for our annual subscribers, all right? Mm-hmm. Bye, everybody.